I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 73. My name is Stevie Kicks, and I am one of your hosts today. And you know I can't do it alone with us. As always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, new year, new him. It's Brian Cook. What's up, man? <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, yeah, that's like the, the standard go-to, right? With the new year. New year, new me. <laughs> Hashtag. To be, and that closes out the 2023 season. Right? Oh, whatever please. that real is. Can I make a public announcement right here? <laughs> PSA, wait, wait, save if, it for Christmas. No, 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 no. If I hear, and with that, that's the end of the 2023 season, I am going <laughs> to kill, kill somebody. I was literally opening my Instagram and it was like, and with that, and with that, and with that. I was like, dude, I give up. I give up. I'm off. I'm off. And with Happy that. Happy New Year, Brian. Happy New Year. Glad to be here, boys. How are you doing? How was your week? Um, Anything exciting happen? Anything eventful? Yeah, my boy got Adidas. That's, that's private right now. That's oh, is that private? We're going to keep that private. That? Just, sign, a little, sign just for a little bit longer. Oh, sign an yes, NDA. Sign an NDA. Yeah. You're going to see me in the next uh, Joker 3 show well then you just violated your nda <laughs> dang it now you're never went. get hired came and went i did my week's been good i did watch uh age of ultron the other night and i haven't Ooh. watched that in a long time there's some heaters in there man it was good age of ultron's great that is a good movie holds up some good one liners in there anything with james spader and it's good he's mm. awesome age of ultron is that the one where uh Quicksilver yeah. and Wanda. Yeah. Wanda. Is that, was that their first appearance? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was their, their first origin. appearance and then his last appearance. Last appearance. Yeah. First and last. Dude, what a, what a bunk gig that guy got. But he's going to be Craven now, dude. He's cool. He's Craven the, the hunter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't that know if that's an upgrade. We're going on. We're going on a tangent. This is the intro. He's literally My week's been starring great. in his movie. <laughs> It's uh, it's a new year. Family's not sick anymore. Here we go. Week one. Good, good. Of 2024. And with that, here begins the 2024 <laughs> season. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. where. It's Alpha Edition. It's Alpha Edition. Of course, welcome to the show, Alpha Ignition himself, Mr. John Rodriguez. Happy 2024, man. How are you? Good. Happy 2024 to you as well. So, uh, uh, the the new month, new year, new you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with so that, you, 
Hashtag. You got to restart your, your counter. My goal on, count. Yeah. On the goal I, count. I, I pl- so I play the days we record. We record on Wednesdays for those that don't know. And I, I play Wednesday mornings and I play Friday mornings and I play Sunday mornings. So the the days we record, I have fresh intel to report. I scored two goals today. Um, okay. So that's starting off the, but who's counting? the year right. Who is counting? Who? Me. Good. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah. Just just for us. Just a little personal stat. That's it. Yeah. Played some footy today. It was a really nice, cold, like, sort of post-rain day. Oh, Cloudy, yeah. but cool. No, it's nice. It's nice for playing because you get warm, but it's still cool. So No, but isn't nice... it all muddy and then you just, like, hurt I yourself? I play on artificial grass, so no mud. I was asking if he was slipping a lot, you know, but he said no. So No, my cleats are I, – I got some new cleats for – for Christmas, and they nice. are so you were good so to nice. Santa. I mean, you were good. You were a good boy. I was good to Santa. Heck yeah, I was. <laughs> and Santa was good to me. Well, not let's good to save Santa. that. That's a different. <laughs> yeah. That's not the right <laughs> chat. You're for just that. good. Not good <laughs> to Santa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good in general. Yeah. Santa's gonna yeah. be here. And goes. Nope. John was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had better. <laughs> yeah. Not his favorite cookie, but. Oh my god! I guess. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah. What? You had a good New Year's. Everything. Yeah, New Year's is fun. Spent it with the family at a buddy's house. Uh, we've known each other for a, for a long time, so everyone's family was there, and it was cool. cool. Who Mello, made it to midnight? Quick, we all quick, did. Quick, uh, quick show of hands. Who made it to midnight? Yeah. Dude, I almost did it. I didn't even you try. Almost did not. <laughs> oh. This is this will be the first time I did not. Like Kim's like joke, wake up. It's like ten, oh, wow. nine, oh, eight. Wow. I'm like, oh hey, happy New Year, hey, no, hugs. Yeah. Okay, kisses. Now let's go to bed. The yeah. family's house that we went to was half Greek. The his my buddy's wife is Greek, so he they they threw like a pomegranate on the ground, and where if the it, we're, I don't know something about the seed splattering and oh, it's like, so funny it, how yeah. cultures cultures wow. have that because yeah. like like one, everyone one our... sat, stood in a circle and did it, and it was a big deal. And, ah. Not everyone. One person. Oh, one of our. One of our. Everyone um, was there to see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. One, one pomegranate, pomegranate yeah. for everybody. Like one ring to rule them all. Right. In some yeah, cultures, that means you're married it, to those people everyone... now. Hey. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Pomegranate is yeah. good for you. It was good. one of our. Yeah. One of our listeners uh, is from Colombia, and she oh. was like, she posted how at midnight, their family runs in the street with their luggage. What? I don't know <laughs> yeah, about that. Just, real? They just run around the street with their luggage. There it is. <laughs> it, yeah, it, pomegranate seeds the, for luck and abundance. There it is. Thank you, Lacey. It's the funniest thing to watch, but yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good. Um, yeah. Next up, this is my partner, Magic 8-Ball Head, but you can call him <laughs> Ramey Shanaday. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah, that's, that's offensive. I, I resemble that remark, Stephen. <laughs> Damn. Rese- uh I see what you did there. All signs point to no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, work's been uh, work's been catching up with me for the amount of slacking oh. that I did the last two weeks of December. So, yeah, um, this week's been sucking the life out of me. But mm. after tomorrow, so I've got like a big dealio at work I got to deal with tomorrow. But after that, I can uh, take a breath again. Otherwise, I've been burning the candle at both ends. Catching up for stuff I should have done in December, but whatever. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. I went to work today for the first day since like a week. And 
It's hard, I felt, huh? like the, I, I felt like the Big Bird meme when Big Bird's sitting at the conference desk and he doesn't know what to do. That was me. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing, what to do here anymore. Um, Those memes are funny. Yeah. Forgot your uh, password. All that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, man. Uh, and finally, oh, God. Oh. Finally. He's a venti, extra hot, no whip, steamy cup of Joe Lara. Interesting. I, <laughs> wow. Is that your Someone Starbucks order? That? Or how's that work? I, I, I wrote that because I was looking for an update for Joe. And the only uh, thing I could find was him drinking a cup of Joe. That's why yeah. it's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. I was like, and where's was that like, coming from? But that's, oh God. that makes sense. <laughs> and then I just read yeah. it right now and I realized what I was reading. Okay. Hey, how are you, Joe? Happy New Year. <laughs> Dude, I'm doing great. Uh, we Have you ever played that game Monopoly Deal? It's like fast Monopoly with cards instead of like the board traditional pieces around. It's a, it's a sped up version of Monopoly. Dude, it is fun. It took over our house for like a good four or five days. And um, Does the you game can, last that long? One game? Or? One game is like can last in like 15 minutes and you're done. So oh, it's, okay. it's just super fast. And you're the, instead of like trying to be like get... The Monopoly, the Monopoly is much smaller. It's like three full properties. That's it. Just try to get the three full properties and you can steal and you can, oh, it's, it's fun, dude. So I kill we, it Monopoly. Well, it's just too dong though, man. Like who wants to play for you hours? Play. You know, let's play for I hours. Play for hour. oh, settlers, every time, dude. Every time you buy a, a, a property, everyone takes a we, shot or something. We played some Settlers of Catan over the holidays. We That's played Catan one. too. Yeah. But then we went yeah. back to Monopoly Deal because it was like, bam, bam, yeah. bam. It's fast. We so have we a Star a Wars Monopoly we've never played and we were going to play it. And then we, we went to Settlers because it's a little quicker. What was your favorite game growing up? Dad Batch Game like, Night. Oh, like Stratego. Game. Love oh. Stratego. You guys Stratigo. remember that game? Ever play it? It's like it, it was uh, number one through nine. You had different uh, like soldiers. One was just a regular soldier. Nine was like a badass. Ten was a badass. You had a spy and, and you started backwards. So you didn't know who you're going up against. And then if your number was bigger than the guy you're going against, you, you would kill that guy and keep going. And it was one on one, you know, it's like a strategy game. OK, the spy killed everyone or who the spy kill. I think the only person that could kill the spy was like a one. But the spy killed a ten or something. It was cool. None of us have heard of it. Really? <laughs> I've heard of it, John. For Anyone what in the chat? I'm not a hater. Oh. Love T. Look, Kim. <laughs> and Ramey, what, Ramey, what was your Ramey, game? Ramey, why'd you take my joke away? It's a dope game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, we had a lot of uh, Parcheesi was really big in my house. I, I, but I think that was mostly my older brother that always wanted to play that one. So. Um, that, but that, that sounds like something that was probably. played in World War One or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, know. Like, I was going to say, I only know I, that by name. I don't know what the hell I, it is. I do Part support cheesy. the, the dad batch game night thing, though. That should be. We should Wait. make that happen. What's that? When I, we should. When I lived in the when I lived in the mountains uh, around all the trees, no, we used to play Stratego. a lot of Monop- Monopoly, and then it turned into Settlers of Catan. And there was a lot of heated games of Settlers of Catan. <laughs> Dude, that and then you can and then some guys would just get like. Super, oh yeah, some guys would get super butthurt and they'd wreck the board. They'd <laughs> and they would be like, "You get the f out of here! You don't play anymore!" Like they get, <laughs> they get, they get banned. Like you couldn't play anymore because some guy just get mad and just go mess the board up. I've been see. I've never even heard of this Settlers of Catan. Is it just? Do you play it with a Monopoly board or is it something different? No, it's no, a no, game no, called it's Settlers game. of Catan. Okay, yeah, I've it's never played it either. Game. It's pretty. Just cool. heard of it. 
Got into it. It was like invented by Chris Kattan from SNL. Yeah. Uh, uh, glorified stoner because that's what makes the game more fun nice stevie what, what was your game dude? uh well my parents were big gamblers because you know asian parents they're like always playing mahjong oh. or oh yeah uh let's Bingo. see learned how to play mm-hmm. poker when i was Mahjong's like six cool. oh. um but so when when we weren't playing gambling games it was either well no because we were doing monopoly but for real money is Mahjong yep. a gambling um, game? Oh. Dude, Mahjong yeah, yeah. old that's an old school game. Yeah. I play yeah. Mahjong, Mahjong on, on, on the computer. Dude, my Remember mom that? will play my mom will play Mahjong for like thirty six hours straight. Dude. And then yeah. Damn. She'll, she'll she'll take like all the other women's like jewelry and stuff. <laughs> Leave them <laughs> empty and crying. And then in two thousand one it turned into like Minesweeper and then those those games that you're supposed to when you're supposed to be working and here we <laughs> are again for another 30 minutes of intro. Dude, no, 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 it's fine. No, we're trying to get um, to an hour intro, bro. I, I challenge well, all of us. So, so my, my birthday was on New Year's Eve. And happy so my birthday. wife. My Play wife, this song. Happy birthday. You. Oh, that's right. Play this song. It's my birthday. Play this song. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So my wife, she had this whole day <laughs> planned for me. It was, it was fun. But, um, so we had like, we had, uh, plans to go to this like super like high end, like, uh, black and white dress up ball at, at oh. some like casino thing. It was, you know, like one of those really fancy things. Right. And like last minute we called an audible and we were just like, you know what? We don't need to do all this pretentious stuff. Let's just go have fun. So we just went to like, you know, a nice and quiet dinner at a nice place that we like and got drunk at the bar. And then, <laughs> and then like we found ourselves like a couple cities by the end of the night, we found ourselves a couple cities over. Um, we watched Godzilla minus one. And Ooh. then we found ourselves locked in the shopping mall. Um, after hours because everybody had left oh like the entire mall was closed and it was just like we were like we were like um going through like the hidden corridors behind all the shops and the malls and stuff (laughs) trying to get out of this place back hallways yeah but like every time we would exit it would drop us back into the shopping mall where we started (laughs) dude it was like, like a horror movie it was like a horror movie like one of those like groundhog day were you with the kids no, it was just us. And it, it was like, yeah, it should have been scary and worrying, but we were just having stupid fun. Um, oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, okay. that's yeah. Good, it, was, it sounds like a good memory. Good. It sounds like a yeah. really good memory. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Plus, we saw Godzilla minus one. Dude, finally. It's good. Yeah. Remember it's when so we saw good. Godzilla and got lost? So in the good. Mall? So good. Yeah. You saw it, right, Joe? Yes. Yes. Definitely Dude. recommend it. I, I loved it. I tried. You guys. Yeah, it's not was, playing that's, anymore. That's why we had to go like two cities over because all yeah. the theaters stopped showing it. Um, Joe, was it not the best visualization of Survivor's guilt and PTSD that oh, you've man. seen? Like, in I would say <clears throat> probably in the last ten years, Damn. I haven't seen a movie that that really yeah, conveyed it like that did. It's not a superficial like one layered story there's there's a lot happening and it's like they pulled in something that's emotional and really hard and like like i was telling my brother 
like I was telling my brother, I saw the movie. He hadn't even heard of it. And I was like, Oh yeah, dude. Uh, like I was, my wife was like crying like 13 times in the movie. And he was like, what crying in a Godzilla movie. It just doesn't make sense. Right. But yeah. yeah. And they pulled it off it, in a good way where it's not really? all about that. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's I can good. see why I can see why this movie is going to be like the best movie of the year. I like, hope it is. I hope it's. Yeah, I mean, there's sure. some good bangers dude, this year, like Spider-Man, the multiverse. There's like all kinds of really good movies. And, um, but man, that one's pretty up well, there this year. It's going to be all sequels. 2024. Is there, there's only one there's Marvel movie this year, right? Um, well, I, I, uh, mean, I, mean, I mean, everything in general. I think Deadpool's not. Deadpool till is 2025. No, it's this year. They're still is filming, it? right? I don't know, but there's like, a, you know, you can go on YouTube and watch like all the upcoming trailers. Yeah. It's looking rough this year. Like rough. then? Like nothing? Hold Just on. not Oh, you know good. what? Ghostbusters is coming out. That's it's like, be good. It's literally, it's like Dune, <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters. And that's a sequel too. Hold there's on, like find the list. one or two other movies and it's pretty rough. I think the yeah. writer strike is going to catch up. It's the year uh, of streaming oldies wait. but goodies. Oldies yep. but goodies. See, I don't know where it is, but, but you know what? Really, a, like Dune's coming out as well in March. Godzilla minus one was, was oh, so sorry. good. Godzilla minus one was so good that it got my wife um, wanting to watch all the other modern Godzilla movies, uh-huh. and I was like, "Yes, this is it. Like, I'm finally. in. We're in." <laughs> so I didn't want to start her start her on Monarch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Too deep. It is but, getting good. The last episode was good. So I, I took her back that. to the 2014 Godzilla that started this whole monster modern monster verse. So the 2014 Godzilla, we watched that, and I think we're up to oh, and then Kong, dude. If you guys haven't watched Kong Skull Island, yeah, it's good. It's good. Go it's back hard. and watch. I just it. watched it. I just watched it. Yeah, it ties into Monarch the show, like perfectly like mm. i had no idea oh, yeah. i had no idea that john yeah. goodman uh yeah. even, though, even though they showed him in the first episode of he's Monarch, like the first minute yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had no idea he's uh bill randa from the series mm-hmm. yeah so yeah anyway go watch them excellent because the new one oh the new one's coming out this year uh godzilla kong yeah kong yep yep yeah that was so one of the other X-Kong. ones i was trying to say there's like there's yeah. only like five. another sequel yeah oh. mm. that's okay Whatever. If you don't want to watch any movies this year, that's fine. Just watch us. We'll be around. Look at John wearing his Doom nice Manufacturing uh, Burgle Jam shirt. I meant to wear mine tonight. I failed Thank you. you. Thank you for your support. Shout out to Doom Manufacturing, whoever they are. Give them a follow. They make those, dope gear. Those guys seem nice, okay. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> and we got the right size to you this time. I hope Customer service is on point. <laughs> I don't know. They sent me the wrong size, so they're, they're kind of. Bad. Hey, it went into the Chrome Tono right box, dude. Oh yeah, it will. Service is so sad. Yeah, it, I have it. I still have it wrapped up. Yeah, the customer, customer service, service is, is a just okay. Some you dude had a little bit of an attitude with you, yeah. didn't you, John? Yeah, I had, a, I had a virtual chat, and he just cussed at me. So we'll see. We'll see. I got. I got a, a Yelp review. Bunch of jerks. Call the better business. Be- call the better be- the business. Dope, business we should totally do yeah. some Yelp reviews, dude. Let's do that. Yeah, we're totally doing some Yelp reviews. We should be like. The product is, oh, is, is really nice, but it's like it's one of those things it. where you're like, I want to speak to your manager. And then he like turns <laughs> he around. Turns, yeah, he goes, <laughs> I am the manager. I, I am you? the manager. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what can I do for you? 
<laughs> oh man. Thank you again, everybody for tuning in. Celebrate the new year by showing your support of the show. Pick up some big nozzle energy workout shorts at the dad batch.com. <laughs> the most random. Wow. George shorts. Wow. I hope. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what? I received more Gorilla Glue in the mail. Oh, my God. And I was pumping it in that thumbbreaker handle. Poor thing. Dude, it's crazy because like I drill a hole <laughs> I in it. I feel bad for it now. And I stick the tip of the like caulking gun in there and I'm just squeezing it and you can hear it like you can hear it like spreading inside. Trying it's to like, break. Yeah. It's like, Leave it's like me pushing. Alone. It's like it's like I'm pushing tired. my sweet five percent infill. Just just pushing <laughs> it. Stormbreaker said, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it whispers back. It's like, I'm tired, boss. Stop. I'm so tired. <laughs> just whispers so back. Tired. Stop. Yeah. Please stop. Please, senor. But I think these are my last two injection spots. So. Injection <laughs> spots? Dude, it's wow. not Jeez. a turkey for yeah. Thanksgiving. It is Man. not. Yeah. yeah. Listen. If you're not internally, if you're Cajun not, seasoning if, in there, geez. if you are not <laughs> injecting your turkey with Cajun seasoning, you're blowing it. So what? True statement, but also, yep. dude, be kind of your but stormbreaker, bro. Like your poor yeah, turkey uh, but, breaker. Uh, major announcement. Uh, I did, and I did post this in my personal stories. I'll put it in the channel. I started sanding the shins for the crosshair, uh, so I can yes! do the CRL. Finally. And I did it for an hour, and I think I messaged you guys that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. And I messaged One back hour. that I absolutely hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't sanded any PLA prints in so long, and I realize I don't want to so do annoying. it anymore. It's so annoying. And no, I use no hate, I, everyone says they annoying. use an orbital, and I pulled mine out, and it just like melt. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Not so I'm like you only have one outer layer and five percent infill. I'm Joe, yeah. and I'm like Joe, and I'm like this. <laughs> you gotta have at least four perimeters, dude, if you're gonna use an orbital. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like melting it. It's not like sanding it. That's what he's saying. You need to be thicker than two than two percent infill. Um, but I did get it sanded enough, and then I just put a layer of Evercoat. <laughs> just all over it and i was like well i'll just sand that down and then so i have one shin almost done nice it doesn't look bad yeah looks good that's it yeah it just looks like a big dude it's it's like it's like it's like i think i told you in the chat man it's like getting a tattoo man it sucks when you're doing it but afterward yeah when you're done it'll be awesome i just haven't sanded anything in so long but i did working on it did go okay cool i'm gonna get this crosshair done and work on getting that CRL done. And I've had a few people messaging me lately. Um, shout out Is to a happening? Legion member in Australia, Adam Skidmore. He was like, Hey man, like I want to build a crosshair. And I'm like, dude, build one. He's like, which one gets more love? And I was like, they kind of both get the love. And he's like, well, which one would you build? And I was like, well, two is damn near impossible. So how handy are you? And he's like, I'm not that handy. I'm all season one, season one, season one. Cause there's a dude, kit they're both available good, man. It. I, I, 
I can't choose which one yeah, I like. They're both. I mean, I'm yeah. partial to the to the to the season one colors overall. And you die in season two, so that's not fun. But, dude, it sucks. But but oh. I mean, but for you, for for your costume, yeah. like oh yeah yeah yeah. Why yeah. costume yeah. looks badass? Both both. Well, ways. I like one because uh, it's like the gang, right? The team. It's like, yeah, right. it's the yeah. team. <laughs> like the the two is cool just for like novelty factor and the fact that what I had to do to build it, but the. Who doesn't like all black? It's cool, yeah. you know. But yeah. like, when you're yeah. only in like one episode in season two, anyway. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And when you're in Why season two, we that? make you stand away from us. That's totally true. Yeah. And over there, season two doesn't have the fin, which is super cool. But just everybody bumps into it, and I bump yeah. into it, and it, but it's just like how it hasn't broken off is beyond me. But uh, in in the chat, Steph pointed out, Brian being awesome is hard. It is. It is. Oof, Ooh, thank you. Good call, Oof. Steph. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. yeah. She's touché, wise. Touché. She's super wise. Yeah. Wise. Wise indeed. Words. Um, I can go next. Uh, I haven't been doing too much. Um, I sort of started piecing together my Mando, which is behind me somewhere. Can't really see it. But he's um, there. yeah, he's over there. You, you've seen him before. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got a flight suit. I think I already talked about that. I, I'm sort of still piecing that together. I, I wanted to. I, I, I dyed the vest. Did I talk about that? Yeah, you that, did. You did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You you messaged us, well, but you didn't talk about dying the vest. Okay, oh, that, well, yeah, I, right, I right, did right. die the vest. So In the here. vest is dyed, but it turned out sort of the same color as the flight suit. So it's kind. Of, I'm. I don't know. It's a little darker. Whatever. Um, but that's going really slow because I haven't really done much. But I have a commission that I've been working on, which is a five hundred first clone trooper helmet. Um, and I'm like halfway through that, and that's it. Hmm? that's it okay so speaking of big nozzle and those big nozzle energy shorts so i <laughs> I, wow. I got i got some okay. i got some fabric and i wanted oh like for that for that mando that i was going to that i shared uh, and i think i talked about it last week so i wanted to put something on it and, and so i i made like a little cape but, but not like one that would wear like a normal cape but that would go over the just hang from one shoulder like like this so it you know when it hangs it's just like this and i wanted to put something like boba some, some detail on it like so the the empire strikes back boba has like there's a stripe that goes down his cape so i wanted to put some detail on it. so what i did <laughs> and nobody will ever see this and so i'm only telling you people um that are listening to the show so i i added some details to it so i i put something on it and so it's arabesh for b for bne big nozzle energy since that was the origin of the character's name anyways oh man so again this, nobody nobody will ever see it because i'll never have the cape completely opened up so it'll just hang like this so no one will ever i have know. to i have to admit the cape is a lot bigger than i than i i thought it was just from the picture there was no reference to size of anything else that's way it's, bigger than I expected. It's about the same size as the boba, <laughs> the, the cape that boba wears. So. It's not as small as I thought it was. So it's huge. I mean, that's um, that's gonna hang off your shoulder. I mean, yes. like this. Boom. Behind I mean, you? yeah. Yes. I mean, damn. We're talking about big nozzles. So. I know, right? Hey. You know um, what's funny is like when when boba when boba has his little fabulous half cape. Uh, and he actually wears than it. <laughs> yeah, but when he when he actually wears it, it comes around the front and it it goes yeah it, it clips onto his his right shoulder, right. So essentially, if Raimi ever does that, he's he's literally. And I just did like, I did I did do it such that if I the way that it hangs, if I do it, that would hang. <laughs> 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 
All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Joe much. or Steven, I'm what did you too make? Far. Too far. <laughs> I didn't make anything, but uh, but my beautiful bride's out of town. And so when she leaves town, oh. I, I spend. Um, so I, uh, I was telling you guys that I was having spend. issues with, with my, uh, my resin printer, which I didn't realize I've had for like three oh. years now. And um, I decided to fire it up a couple of days ago. And it wasn't it wasn't doing anything. I, I did a couple of test prints, nothing. And then so I went back and uh, updated the firmware, updated all those things, still nothing. And then I realized, okay, let me take the tray off. So there's a tray of, of that with resin on it. I, I tried to do a test print with nothing on it, just so I could see the light to see if the light shined and made the proper form. Nothing. So I'm like, okay, it's got to be the, the screen. I looked at the price for the screen. It was like, I think now because it's an older model, it's like almost like 150 bucks to replace the screen. I'm like, dude, like, no I don't way. want to spend that much for it's because it's not, they don't make that one anymore. Did you look and on Amazon? I did. I did. Okay. I looked, Damn. I looked at sucks. Amazon. Did you, did you already buy one? I did. Mm. <sighs> what, a screen or a, a new printer? No, I bought a printer, dude. I, that's, that's my story. Is I like, went out of town, so I went. What'd you get? What'd you get? I bought a Saturn. Which is not too too big. Oh, it's nice. not too too small. It's a medium. It's an, upgra- it's, a- it's an upgrade to my to what I already have, which is the Mono yes. X. And I don't I don't have space for. Uh, what do you guys have? A Uranus, uh, the big one. Um, I have yes. the Jupiter. Yes, I have. Yeah, have I have Uranus. <laughs> I have the smaller one. And um, yeah, and I did I did I did some research. I looked at them, and I didn't need you know all these extra features for like self leveling and all that crap. I just. I went down a little bit on price and but got got something good. So I'm excited. Saturn's a really Friday. reliable printer. It's a great printer. Yeah. Yeah. It it's shows like up very, Friday. Very good. So I can't wait to dial that in. Do you know good which device. one you got? Did you get the Saturn three? Three. Saturn Saturn Not three. Not the three S, just the three. Yeah. That's a good one because I think that uses the Cobb light source. So more light. Yeah. Instead of instead of having like I don't know what it is, it's like thirty or forty little uv mm-hmm. leds inside yeah. it, mm-hmm. it's one light source and then it uses like a, these uh, weird shaped domes right they're like yeah it, it basically the one that you got it'll make the light disperse more evenly um so that you actually won't run into that issue that you had with your first one you won't run into that issue again with this one. Oh, that's cool yeah so they yeah, yeah they've made they've made improvements on the tech so i'm, ex- I'm excited that's cool. New toys. What are you gonna print when, when it comes in? Um, it's those detail pieces, man. So like when I was making Kim's um, uh, Fennec rifle, like the 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 scope is there's so much detail on there, and I could have done all the tiny parts and then put it assemb- put it together. But I'm like, no, I'm gonna print this whole thing assembled. It's beautiful, dude. You can't tell, right? I want to do those kinds of detailed parts. So yep. I'll stick with FDM for large things like armor, you know, chest plate to a, a Mando all day. But detailed, fine little pieces, greeblies. I need to I need to build up some greeblies and then um, uh, add some pieces to one of my Westar thirty fives, the pistol for my. Dude, you can print shoulders. Man. You can print gauntlets on on the Saturn. Dude, my that little um, any cubic. Um, I I printed my tech ears. My tech ears are technically they're they're resin. <laughs> Damn. And and um, they're about the same weight. Believe it or not, well, I hollowed them, but. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. I think I'm just going to use details for the. Um, details. I was talking to Meganeth today because he's been posting his progress builds on. He has an E11. He has an E11 that he resin printed. It looks good. Um, looks really good. I, I was asking him what resin he used because. Some choice. 
every every 3D printed E11 uh, that I've seen people troop with, um, they break at some point. Yeah, they're because fragile. there's so there's so many pieces on an E11 that just something always breaks when you troop with it. And so I was asking him, like, you know, what what resin did you use? He said he was ABS using like ABS like uh, by Sunlu. Yeah. And he had already actually reprinted all of his Cad Bane pieces with it mm-hmm. and they've held up. So yeah. interesting. I, yeah. He's going to keep us updated on the durability of his E11 to see, you know, if and when it breaks. But that ABS like that stuff is a, uh, you can drop great. it. Yeah. You can drop it and it just like, it'll bounce. Like it might crack or whatever, but it's not going to shatter like the other resins do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. eventually things will break, right? I mean, unless you unless you invest in something that's rubber, um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's gonna break. So the fact that you can print something and make it yourself, if it does break, I mean, you could troop with the one you have and make another spare just so when it does break, ta-da! You know, he said he, put it, it in, he made one in in a week. I think that's yeah, that's chop, pretty awesome. Chop it in half and then give it to your your Mando or your Denizen or something. I mean, he's throwing onions. I printed a couple blasters for this new Mando. So I wanted to go with the uh, the A180, which is the blaster that Generoso carries. So these are all one all one piece. Speaking of resin, these are but these are solid, so they're not like a bunch of little pieces or anything like that. And there's there's nothing fragile about these. They're they're bricks. So um, all resin. I got them cleaned up and painted black, and I've got to get. I'm going to actually throw some aluminum luster on these when I get a chance, um, if I ever get any. And then the other thing that I did, so and oh, and by the way, the uh, files that I got for those were from Big Fred Big Fred's Customs. Um, and then so then I printed a bunch of vibro blades. Um, I, th- I shared this on the. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. The uh, thank you guys out there for sharing your weekly workbench pictures on that template that we threw out there. That thing I, that was the first time we'd done anything like that, and that was really cool. Um, the last time I looked, there was a lot of, of submissions on that. So there were um, at least 60, 60. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to keep that going. So we'll, uh, we're looking forward to seeing everything else that everybody's posting. Um, on mine, I, I printed a bunch of stabby stabs. Oh, so damn. I, I, so, uh, Command has, has, uh, these files for the, that he's doing for this, like make Amanda like thing. a ninja. He, he had a bunch of, he had five different vibroblade files oh. that he put out. <laughs> so I, I had once printing one on the Jupiter. There's no, so I figured I print all five of them and I actually printed two. I actually printed, I only wanted one, which was this one. This is the one that I actually was, uh, but when you posted, when you posted the photo of them, I thought they were like little tiny pocket. Yeah. Knives. Yeah. I thought this they were small. <laughs> You're They're massive swords, dude. Those are, yeah, yeah. Those are butchered, but I don't know. Which brings us back to our earlier conversation. <laughs> <laughs> everything's big right so th- this is the one that i'm going to use for my mando um so and i actually printed two so i printed six of these things total the five plus a duplicate of this one just in case um but then i've got these other ones though so, so uh, somebody else uh, had massive. already commented and claimed one of them um so i'm gonna these these other ones are kind of up for grabs uh, so we'll see but uh now they came out really good there was one one that kind of had a little bit of a glitch and i actually talked to uh command leon and about this, and he said, "Oh, he had already fixed it. He just hadn't put the file, the fixed version of the file out there." But on this one, there's like this this wire that goes around, and I didn't realize that it wasn't like joined to the body because there's another one that has that same kind of detail, but it's it's joined. Those wires are actually joined to the body, so they they're not hanging out there and 
space. These right. ones were, and so they needed supports of their own or they were going to fail, which they did. Um, so like there's a gap here where they kind of just. But it's still printed. Loose. That's crazy. It printed except for this this little distance between here and here is missing. It's and th- stuck, those are supposed to be wires, somewhere. right? On the prop, like actual like. They're wires. That's like- what he and I talked about. I'm like, oh, I'll just drum that off and I'll actually put real. I have exactly. automotive I like, wire. I'll just put real wire on there. Nobody would ever know. Um, yep. But uh, but the, the files are now cr- on his um, Patreon are now corrected. And, nice. Uh, and he's so that that, that details joined to the body of it. That's the and fun stuff. That wire piece, like like yeah, yeah, like real real, real things. world things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sorry. like like the one the one that I uh, that I'm going to use for my kit. I like how it's got like just a little bit of an angle down here on the handle. Yeah, and then it has this screw that goes all the way through. It almost makes it look like there's some mechanics there that would make that do something to the blade switch Vibrate. blade or extend or whatever. Yeah, but uh, so that, that's yeah, you why got I like, small I like this one. hands or that's a big Vibro. knife. That's a big knife. That's uh, is that is that one that I liked still up for grabs? No, that was the one oh, that, that somebody else wanted. That that was the one that, that walked All away. Right. So sorry. Sorry. Sneezy lose, man. I told you. Yeah, that's fine. They have good taste. <laughs> they can have it. That's uh, big Dom. Dom Dominic. Got that one. Oh, okay, then yeah. Happy it's that's going like to that knife is like appropriate size for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll look like a like a little yeah, like a little yeah, I told pocket him, knife. I told there. him I'm like these these things are not small. He's like, yeah, oh, that, that knife is good for my boot. <laughs> well, that's not yeah. a knife. It's a uh, toothpick. Exactly. That's a knife. Croc- Crocodile Dundee. Um, I didn't build anything on the on the workbench, but I'm completely redoing my gaming area loft display center area in the house. Um, we got the PS5 for Christmas, and we've been playing it so much that now we're finding ourselves in this, in that small room more and more. So is that upstairs? Yeah. That the nook? one upstairs. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's so we're awesome. completely, completely like shifting the room 90 degrees. So it took down all my cabinets, took down all my, uh, all the TV center stuff that I built that big oh black no. one, all the shelvings that I made last year. Just it's all off right now. Everything's on the carpet. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be rebuilding that over the next week or so. But the cool thing is, it's bringing the family together. I'd rather, I'd much rather that, like you know, my kids want to play right next to me or you know, what have you. So that's worth it. Um, nice. That's it for me, and I think that's uh, everybody, right? Check. That's right. Well, you don't have any more things to show off, do you? Nope, that was it. Nobody rushed me off stage this time. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You may proceed. You may proceed. Let's. <laughs> we've got company. You want to sit with us? That's never happened before. She's the executive clinical director of On Our Sleeves, is the driving force behind their mission of providing educational resources that break stigmas increase mental health literacy, and support children's mental health. Joining us on the show today, it's Dr. Ariana Howitt. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, So we had a little uh, fundraiser over the holiday season. Um, Raimi, you want to talk about our Chrome Tono and 
and how we did on that. Yeah. So, so thank you for joining us, Dr. Hoett. Um, what we do just for some background, cause we're a little unorthodox, probably not, not your run of the mill, um, partner to, to work with. So we're all kind of costume makers and we're part of the, the global star Wars costume clubs. Um, and we also kind of do, do things within our community here in the area. And, and so this, this show is around one in part us all being dads, which we are, but then also kind of the, that star Wars world and the costume making and, and blending those things together. Um, so what we do is a, each year and last year we partnered with the national down syndrome society. And this year, obviously we worked with on our sleeves. So we, we collect prizes from other prop builders and costume makers and, and folks uh, stuff. Some of it's from us, some of it's from around the world, um, that people donate in and we put together these prize packages and then the donations that get made to your charity in this, in the case of this year, um, each dollar is essentially a raffle ticket. And then on Christmas day, we do a raffle and we, or we pull from those, those, um, names. And <clears throat> so if you donated $5, your name is on the list five times. If it's a hundred dollars, it's a hundred times and so on. So we had um, five prior, sorry, four prize packages, kind of a, a grand prize, and then three kind of other packages, and then a couple little one-off things that we did. And so that's that's what we did. And we we ended up, um, you know, there were donations. I, you probably know all this, but there were donations between ten dollars and and upwards of of almost three thousand dollars. And so um, across one hundred and seventy four different donors, and we helped you guys raise twenty thousand two hundred and eighty three dollars and twenty cents. So Just I was. Uh, I was very proud to see our name at the top of your leaderboard on the website the whole time. <laughs> Incredible! Yeah. I was I was following on Instagram, and it, it was really cool to see all the all the different prizes that you all had, <laughs> and and just awesome how much you fundraised. Yeah, for for somebody who's not kind of part of this world that we're in, it may have been some of those things might have seemed strange, but but really, it's it's, <laughs> it's good all, stuff. It's all strange. <laughs> it's really strange. You didn't. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Hoyt, you didn't uh, happen to catch any of our live streams on Instagram, did you? I did not. Okay, that, I that's not. a good thing. That's a good <laughs> yeah, thing. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> We're a little delirious on those. Yeah, We're a little yeah. crazy. So, but but oh. obviously, I mean, this is about you, and we want we want to hear about you and and the organization on our sleeves. So, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background in clinical psychology, especially your focus on children's mental health? Sure. So, um, I, I have the the fortune of I kind of get to do two jobs. I am a pediatric psychologist and I specifically work in primary care. So what I do is when families go to their pediatrician, any question that they have about their child's development, their behavior, their mood, uh, I'm there to help at that pediatrician visit. Um, so I see kids from the newborn visit all the way until they're 21 and my days mm can look very different because it is really very much whatever the family brings that day. Um, and then on the honor sleeve side, my job is to make sure that everything we talk about is evidence-based, that we are putting out the science. You know, we know that, you know, you're all dads and parenting is hard and kids don't come with instruction manuals. We're often turning to Google, TikTok, Instagram, um, oh each God. other for answers and so our goal with On Our Sleeves is to provide some of those answers, but making sure that they're based on the science and what we know helps for kids' mental health. That's awesome. Um, I, we were just talking about this last week, it, you know, as dads ranging from basically preschool to college, I, I'm on the college side. I have a, a soon-to-be 21-year-old and a 22-year-old. 
so so all of us represent i think the full spectrum of childhood and um it, it's kind of our impression that it's more challenging for children today than ever before it's just our impression from what's 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 available and accessible to kids and just all the pressures from the world it's just our impression but i guess we wanted to know if it's true um what are some of the contributing factors and if not what's given us this impression that it's harder than ever before yeah um the the data does show that it is harder um at least when it comes to mental health there was interestingly the cdc collected data just by chance from 2009 to 2019 so we have 10 years of data pre-pandemic and what the CDC found is that we were seeing already increases in depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts and behaviors. So already the CDC was saying, hey, there's concerns with children's mental health. And then the pandemic happened and it just exacerbated all of that. We, we saw increases in all of those things, but also things like eating disorders, substance use. And so we know that kids are having a, a harder time right now when it comes to their mental health. I can appreciate that. Yeah, man, Brian, you're the next one, dude. And you're muted, Brian. Yeah, he must be muted. Yeah, it's his first time. <laughs> I was being polite because I was coughing. Um, <laughs> so obviously, we're all parents, as as Joe said, and you know as a parent, like what are the signs that parents should be looking for when it comes to uh, their child and their mental health? Yeah, it's a great question because each kid is different. And as a parent, we know our kids best. So I always start by saying, look out for changes. And then parents will always tell me, well, kids change. They grow, right? Their interests change. So how do I know? Is my child just being a teen? Or is there something I should be worried about? And so we look out for patterns. Is this something that, you know, is a behavior changing or is their mood changing almost every day of the week? Is this lasting for weeks at a time? Is it disrupting their life? Is it getting in the way of them successfully building relationships? Is it getting in the way of how they treat you at home? Is it getting in the way of their academic success? So we look at all those things together to figure out, is this just a developmental change or is this really something that I should be worried about? So it's kind of those, those long-term patterns that are, that are those red flags for me. It's kind of tricky, right? Because, I mean, we know our kids, right? And, and if you have more than one, they're different. <laughs> and, and, and so what, what seems normal for one is maybe not for the other. And man, that's it tough. It is. And there's, you know, in, in my world as, as a psychologist, we talk a lot about internalizing versus externalizing disorders. And so there are those externalizing things like I'm acting out, I'm not listening, I'm having uh, tantrums, I'm being, and those kids, it tends to be more obvious, we can catch it, right? The internalizing like depression or anxiety, a kid may be living with that and we don't know. Yeah. And so that's why it on our sleeves, one of the things we encourage the most is daily check-ins. And it doesn't have to be about tough conversations. It doesn't have to be about mental health. It's just about building the relationship and the habit. Tell me the best part of your day. Tell me the hardest part of your day. Tell me a funny joke you heard today, whatever it is. But just building that expectation with your child that every day at dinner, every day at bedtime, every day in the car ride, whatever it is, I'm going to ask you a question. 
and I'm going to create that space because communication, then, yeah, yeah, communication because then those internalizing disorders may come up. We'll get to hear. Um, I mentioned I work in primary care. I can't tell you how many times because we do those screeners for kids that are older than 12. Um, kids will screen positive for depression or anxiety and the parent wow. will just be shocked. Yeah, no and clue. They had no idea. Exactly. Wow. Um, I had a question for you. In the age of technology and social media, how do these factors influence children's mental health? Because, you know, kids are always on their computers or on their phones and laptops and um it's tough i think yeah it is tough um i love answering this question because social media definitely is impacting kids mental health and at the same time we're almost scapegoating it in a way everyone Mm. wants to blame it as the problem and Mm -hmm. you know one of the things i love about the surgeon general released a report a couple years ago on children's mental health And he has this beautiful graphic with a kid in the middle of it and then kind of circles around the child and all those factors that impact their mental health. You've got their individual like genetics and personality and um, coping tools and strategies. Then you've got their family environment. You've got their neighborhood, their schools. And then it goes from there, right? The systems they live in, the laws they're surrounded by, and all of those things impact a kid's mental health. Social media is there. They have like a whole circle on technology. Um, and, and of course, we talk about it because we know that kids are spending too much time on it. We know that more than three hours a day increases the risk for depression or anxiety. Oh. And kids are reporting on average three and a half. <laughs> and that's the average. So right. we know kids are spending too much time on it. We also have to pay attention to what they're doing on mm-hmm. um, and what they're not doing because they're on social media. Yeah. So it's a right. lot. Their brains are processing information that they're not ready to process. They're also fighting algorithms that are meant to keep us engaged. Even adults can turn it off, let alone. Yeah, yeah right. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's definitely something we should talk about and pay attention to and wow. set limits to. It's not the only factor that's causing yeah. the mental health. It's a- delicate balance too because it is part of i mean it's it's part of life i mean we have we have these and it's it's you you can't not have it it's a tool but but yeah it can't be abused either because it yeah it's yeah it's great and that's the challenging part for parents is figuring out when to give access so what's the right age and right now we don't have enough research to say this is the magic age I don't think yeah. we'll ever will because every kid is different, <laughs> as Joe said, right? right? Yeah. So one yeah. kid may be more mature and ready and another one may not. Um, so it's more about do they follow rules? Do they come to me when there's a problem? Mm-hmm. Um, can I teach them media literacy? Same way that we may give a kid a car at 16, but first they have to take driving lessons and pass right. lessons yeah. show us that we can trust them. Good point. Same thing with social yeah. media is we have to teach them. And then continue to monitor and monitor and monitor um, once you give access. Yeah, good stuff. Cool. Geez, I, I wish I wish my kids would just automatically tell me all the answers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I mean, like, I think the 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 biggest question that I have is like as as parents, how do we um create the open 
supportive environment so that they do tell us what they want and they do express their feelings to us. Yeah, it's tough. I love that you said that you wish they'd tell you all the answers because sometimes kids are like when it comes to mental health and emotions, they are ahead of us. Um, I hear this a lot from teens, like they're learning things at school or even again on social media. And then they come home and they use these terms and their parents are like, what? <laughs> you know, so we do have a lot to learn from them. Um, but really, you know, I always say start from day one. The same way we teach kids their ABCs and their colors and their numbers, teach them those emotion words, you know, label it in books as you're reading it, label it in movies as you're watching them. Um, and then normalizing and validating anytime an emotion comes up, let them know the emotions are okay. Especially for the little ones, you know, in therapy, I always teach parents, emotions are all okay. It's the behavior that may not be, right? It's okay. I understand you're angry. We just can't throw your toy like that. And so starting to to normalize that yeah, we can all be angry. It's just, what do we do with that anger? Um, there's a lot of modeling that has to happen too as parents. Uh, I often hear parents kind of keep the their emotions from their children. And so we have to have conversations of actually, I want you to, sh to share how you're feeling because, you know, let's say your family's going through something difficult and your child is feeling sad or angry and, and you're not showing that they may think they're weird, but if you're showing, Hey, I'm sad or angry too, or nervous, then they're like, Oh, okay. If, if my mom and dad are feeling this then I can feel it too. Um, so it's really about the the language, the normalizing, and and those check ins, those conversations, as we were talking about. You bring up that good, a good point of modeling. Um, I know for me, it, I, a lot of a lot of how I parent, or when I first started parenting, was from how I was raised. I mean, I think it's just like you learn generation generational generationally. Uh, you pick up ways to raise children based off of what you you experienced. But I realized I had to make a, a departure from that because it wasn't effective. It wasn't working. And uh, and it, it was a certain, I, I don't know when it was, but it was a certain moment when um, kind of opened up and was vulnerable in front of them. And they, they caught on to that. And they actually gravitated towards that because they're like, whoa, this is different. And sort of building that, that, that entry level of trust, I guess, that wasn't there before. So yeah, I... I 100% know exactly what you mean by by modeling from that from that experience. So it's like a part of being an example, right? Being yeah. a, an example of of how you should be as a person to your kids. Yeah. Having yeah. them see what you do and how you behave yeah. so they can follow the example. Yeah. Absolutely and and you know, it's a parent-child relationship. In the end right. it's a relationship, right? And so we're going to be more open with people that are open with us and honest and real with us. Um, so I, I love that story, Joe, because not only is it a great example of modeling and building that relationship, but also that it's never too late. Because sometimes I'll say things like, <laughs> got to start from the moment they're born. And then the, the person with the teenager at home is like, oh, no. And it's like, no, it's okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's never too late. It's it's a relationship. It changes. You build on it. You learn from each other. No, that's cool. Appreciate that. Um, another question I have for you is for parents. Um, obviously, you know we're talking about the de the demands of parenting 
you know, with all the stresses that children have, I can only imagine how much harder it is to, to start. Like John, I look at John and Stevie with very, very young ones, and it's just a different, different age to raise little ones now. And as you mm-hmm. progress, it's just, it's, it's, I think it's just going to be harder. So I guess my question is what, what advice do you have for parents in terms of self-care for their own mental well-being as parents, you know, maybe some, some advice or things that parents can do? That's a very important question. Sometimes I worry about, um, I'm, I'm on social media a lot. I like to see kind of the, the parenting trends, what people are talking about. And sometimes I worry about conversations of, you know, you become a parent and, and that's your number one priority and, and people say how they lose themselves. And mm. I worry sometimes when I see that, because again, to the point of modeling, what are kids learning from us? Do are we showing them how to prioritize our self care, our time with friends, our time doing hobbies, our time relaxing? Right. So sometimes there's this guilt of I can't put myself first because I have to parent, but putting yourself first is parenting too. It's modeling that that your mental health matters, and so the number one thing we know helps with our mental health as people, as parents, is connecting with others, um, talking to people that are in the same boat as you, talking to your friends and family. It doesn't have to be in person. It can be through technology, but having those social connections. And then, of course, you know, finding the things that bring you joy. And it's really interesting because research shows that it can be as little as 10 minutes a day of doing something that you care about. that can have that much of an impact. Mm. And so it can be something that simply I do because I love it and I have fun with it. It can be something that helps me feel like I'm mastered. I I made an art project or I organized a drawer or I learned a language, right? So it's just about those purposeful decisions in your day to day. And, And again, remembering that by doing that, you're modeling, you're being a great parent by also putting yourself first sometimes. That's cool. No, that's awesome. What, yeah, real quick. I, I just thought of one of our <laughs> listeners who's uh, a lot of our, a lot of our, our listeners are, are parents and they're into Star Wars and whatnot, but, but they hear us talking about costume building and these fun things that we love to do. And it's actually inspiring them to take time to start a hobby when they probably normally wouldn't have because their life is so busy. And and I just love that you kind of brought that home for, I think, some of the positive stuff that we're trying to do. Not not even really trying. It's just happening, right? I think it's kind of cool. Natural, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's organic. I mean, so much about what you do, right? You're, you've created a community. You, you're you creating that, again, that that purposeful mastery. Look look at this thing that I made. Um, and, and that's wonderful. And it's great for your mental health. It's great for your kids to see it. Um, it it's it's definitely those things that recharge us to keep us going. Like leaning into your hobbies and passions is, is, mm-hmm. is something good for, for everyone to know. Um, I, I have a question that kind of, kind of a two part to, to what Joe was talking about and as, and as parents that are seeking support for themselves, if they're, if they're dealing um, with a child that has some mental challenges, health challenges, um, what do you have suggestions there? For yeah, parents. I mean, similar things. Um, 
when it comes to navigating parenting, it's hard enough. And then if we add, hey, I'm concerned about my child's mental health, it, it can be tough because our mental health system right now, it's so overwhelmed. And a lot of families can't get connected to a mental health professional. They're on wait lists that are months long. Um, and then when you do get in, you're having to balance weekly therapy, at least maybe biweekly, sometimes more. Um, mental health can be chronic depending on the diagnosis. So it's not, you know, I have to call off work one day. It's it's multiple times for extended periods of time. So it can be really overwhelming. We had a parent in a study once describe it as a full-time job to advocate mm -hmm. for their child with a mental health concern. And so it can feel even harder to find time for yourself. This is where community really matters. Finding parents that may have a child with a mental health concern that really understand and can relate to you, but also your family and friends that are your community to support you. If I'm taking my child to therapy, who's going to watch the other kids or who can drag them for me on a day that I can't go and, and finding that support. Um, another piece of navigating being a parent with a child with a mental health concern is that as parents, we tend to blame ourselves and have a lot of guilty thoughts. And so catch yourself if you're doing that. I already shared how it's so many factors that can impact a child's mental health. It's sometimes completely out of our control. We may be the best parent and then the child may still have a concern. Mm. I always say just like someone can eat all their veggies and exercise every day and get physically ill, the same thing can happen with mental health. And so catch yourself if you're blaming yourself and, and be kind to yourself. Um, find moments for positive interactions with your child. Try and break those cycles. If there's constant worry or constant conflict, constant stress, it can be hard. So again, small bites, five, 10 minutes a day. Positive interactions can be really, really helpful. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. I got like one, one thing. And then John, if you want to close us out, I guess, cause we're almost at the, at, the, at our time, yeah. but, um, Ariana, we, we saw that you went to, to DC recently um, and had a really interesting conversation with some highly influential people, um, not just in the DC area, but also in Hollywood. Could you, could you give us like a little snippet of what that was like and what you were trying to achieve there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely things I never thought I'd be doing when I went to school for psychology. Um, so we got invited on our sleeves, got invited to go to the White House to talk to different Hollywood um, writers, showrunners, agents, talent on how do they represent mental health in their shows or movies. Um, so really exciting opportunity because we know that the way we talk about mental health in popular culture matters, right? That's what's going to break stigmas. That's what's going to help people um, not feel so afraid of talking about their mental health and seeking mm. treatment. And so we got to have these conversations of, um, you know, how should we talk about mental health in our shows? What is the most important thing? That was one of the hardest questions I got. One of the writers said, if we could talk about one thing when it comes to children's mental health, what would it be? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Um so, so it, it was the start, hopefully, of a lot of work that we'll be doing together. 
to make sure that anytime mental health is talked about on TV, it's talked about in, in a way that, that, you know, we're proud of and we know breaks stigmas and builds understanding versus that mistrust. That's cool. That's awesome. That's rad. All right. I'm making sure I'm not muted. Um, are, are there any final words or key messages you'd like to leave before you leave? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank you guys. Um, I, I appreciate you for having me here and, and for fundraising. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but uh, our mission at On Our Sleeves is to give our resources away for free. And so it's thanks to what you did to to your fundraisers that we're able to reach people with with the science and with the psychology. So I appreciate you very much. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm happy to help. Thank you so much for everything you do. Getting thank back you. to the yeah. community. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so th- thank you so much, Dr. Hoett. I mean, during the charity drive, I, I can't tell you how many people reached out to us in our fan, from our friend and fan community just to tell us how excited they were that we were working with your organization and how much they wished they'd known about you guys sooner. So mm-hmm. um, we can't tell you how much of a pleasure it's been working with On Our Sleeves and helping you guys get your message out to our community. And we hope that this can be the beginning of a long partnership with you and your team. Wonderful. I appreciate it. All right. And uh, Dr. Hoett, before we let you go, uh, could you let the listeners know where they can get more information uh, or maybe where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So all of our resources are at onoursleeves.org. We have a listserv that you can sign up for that you'll get a weekly email Thursday mornings with a new resource. We're constantly updating our resources. You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I think we still have a Twitter or an X, (laughs) but we're out there. Um, You know, whatever ways you prefer to get your resources, we are there. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you again for uh, stopping by on the show. Uh, I hope we talk to you soon. Sounds great. Uh, Hey, Ramey. Hey, Steven. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Hot Toys released a video trailer uh, this week showing off kind of their product themes for 2024. And in it, they had two new theme reveals. So other than the stuff we would expect to see, like continuing of like Ahsoka and Mandalorian figures or whatever, they had two new lines, one titled Star Wars Dark Side and another one for the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. So keep an eye on uh, the Hot Toys and Sideshow uh, Instagrams and, and socials to see what they're revealing on those themes throughout the year. Um, So Adam Driver has gone on the record and told IGN that he is done with Star Wars. He says they're doing stuff, but not with me. I'm not doing anymore. That was it. Yeah. That's all he had to say about that. They come asking until they swing that checkbook around. Come on, buddy. Yeah. But isn't he he dead? It don't matter. No one ever really dies. They're going to bring back zombie. Zombie Kylo. Darth Maul died. Yoda died. Tech died. I mean, they all come back. The Emperor (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know who's not done with Star Wars? Even after um, he said that he was retired, 90-year-one-year-old year Star Wars music guy, John Williams. Uh, he told <laughs> music me, guy. <laughs> J-Dub. You, you see what not I did there? If you, if you know, you know. Not to be confused with sound guy. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I did that on purpose, guys. <laughs> 
So he told uh, Deadline Hollywood that he'll come out of retirement for the right gig. He said, if a film came along that I was greatly interested in with a schedule that I could cope with, then I wouldn't want to rule anything out. Everything is possible. All is before us. Only our limitations are holding us back. Or to put it more simply, I like to keep an open mind. So I think that this is uh, likely a hint that we would be seeing him. uh, This is him putting himself out there to potentially score one of the upcoming Star Wars projects. And we know that uh, Ray is his favorite character. He's gone on the record and said it. He loves Daisy Ridley. So, um, and on that that note, uh, Charmaine Obaid-Chinoy, uh, she did an interview with CNN and talked about her upcoming Star Wars project starring Daisy Ridley. So she said, I'm, I'm very thrilled about the project because I feel that what we're about to create is something very special. And we're in 2024 now. And it's about time that we had a woman come forward to shape a story in a galaxy far, far away. So production for this film is expected to start this year. And I, I, what I was looking at said that it was expecting to see a 2026 release for this, but I, was, I thought it was December of 25. Did, I, did something move more than I thought it did there? Or, That's maybe affected that? Maybe. So, Although I don't think that they were actually planning on starting before now anyway, so I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Interesting. Um, we lost Crosshair. Uh, I'm here. Um, Oh, he's right there. Okay, I don't see you. Uh, Amanis Fondi did an interview with Hollywood Reporter and was asked about his involvement in either Ahsoka Season 2 or the future Heir to the Empire film. So he said, including a potential Season 2 and the film, I think I'll be very involved. From everything I've learned about Star Wars and what's canon at the moment and the way Dave and everyone seems to be writing and moving forward, I think Ezra plays a very pivotal role, which is exciting. As a human, you're like, I get to act. I get to do the thing that I like. I have a job. But story-wise, it feels correct. It feels like, yeah, they should use him. He'd be a really good person to use for this or for that. So after all, I don't actually don't know. I don't know if there's anywhere else Ezra could live across the universe. Maybe he sacrifices himself again in the movie, and then he is done for. I don't know. If I do, if I do a second season, I'll be happy. If we do a movie, I'll be so happy and would never need more than that. I'm like Harrison Ford in that way where I don't need Ezra's story to just live forever. I'd rather his story be concluded in the most appropriate way for his character. So if it ends at the movie, I'll wash my hands and thank God and move on. I also don't know how I'd feel after doing a potential season two and a movie. I don't know if I'll be like, I want to keep doing Ezra. And if that's the case, then maybe I do. I just won't know yet until I get there. But for these next installments, I will have a very strong presence in those if they happen. So I walk in the party line there. He knows he can't talk about something in the future but he so he uses words like if they'll happen but we obviously know that they will yeah so if um, you would assume w- at least. yeah yeah uh yeah. especially with the cliffhanger we got in season one so uh whip media is a data analytics company in the tv and film industry and they release statistics for the most watched streaming originals for 2023 mandalorian topped the charts in the number one spot followed by uh loki ted lasso you uh, Only Murders in the Building, Black Mirror, Secret Invasion, The Bear, Ahsoka was in spot number nine, and The Witcher was in spot number 10. Uh, worth noting that uh, Dad Batch favorite, Invincible, season one, also made the top 20 in the number 18 spot. Nice. So I checked, the, I checked the longer list to see where other things were. Yeah. Did you make me do this? So I, I actually have some John Wick news, John. Kind of. Mm, Mr. So, Wick. Ballerina? John Wick Chapter 4 director Chad Stileski oh. uh, recently did a John Wick Chapter 4 watch along and someone asked him what other franchises he'd like to, to try and play in. And he said, I'm a Star Wars guy. The first Star Wars changed my life. Maybe someday out there, if Disney, if you're listening, hit me in a couple of years. I have a couple of takes for Star Wars. 
And then he was asked, do you have your idea? Do you have an idea or two? And he says, I do. Yeah. I take a swing at that. So dude, I, I, I'd, I'd put money on that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Some John Wick in space. What do you think they'd use instead of a pencil? Like what would be the, what would be the random star a Wars random tool? weapon of choice? Bah, like bah, a hydro bah, spanner? Bring me the hydro spanner. <laughs> a banana. Joe and got a He's been reading the chat. It's a the skewer bite. that goes through the lizard thing that Jar Jar steals and eats. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hydro spanner. Something. Anything. Crosshairs toothpick. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It. Okay. Um, would next up. Cool. So uh, Brian Andrews, director and executive producer for Marvel's What If? has shared some stories about What If Writer story editor uh, Matthew Chauncey, who wrote several episodes, including the T'Challa, Star-Lord, um, the Zombies one, and the season two finale. And he actually pitched a Star Wars Marvel crossover episode, um, but the request was shot down by Marvel head Kevin Feige. He said, yeah. I think Kevin uh, Feige really doesn't want to cross certain streams, but we did pitch. We actually had a Star Wars Marvel crossover. Andrew told uh, Movie TV, uh, it's adding that they can't come up with a reason. It made sense for Star Wars and the Marvel universes to cross paths. So I think it's absolutely doable. I just don't know if Feige wants to cross those streams, but it is really funny. Once you get to the realization of why you go, oh, that, oh, right. It totally makes sense. It won't rain on anyone's parade, but it was just a love letter to old school Star Wars. And it was great. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to do it, but we have thought about that stuff. So, um, yeah, he said that they went on kind of more I, I guess at one point they tried they pitched um having uh like it, it's disney really tries to control the crossover elements and like what makes sense and what doesn't disney owns multiple properties including like you know aliens now and predator right like yeah. those are disney owned things and so because of that they actually tried to have um xenomorphs and predators in the cages in the collector's shop in guardians of the galaxy and disney said no no you can't do that that doesn't make sense but it's all it's all their thing so it'd be funny uh, if like the guardians were like traveling through space and came across like some stormtroopers or something and they just like make it some like funny little like joke or something like who the hell are those guys or something like that you know (laughs) i guess they did i guess they're they're he was saying that they're always trying to sneak stuff in um, and, and Disney usually catches all of it. He said one thing that made, they did that made it through in that, in that star Lord T'Challa, what if episode yeah. um, they snuck in a tie fighter and it made it through. So, so there's a, there's a scene in there where, uh, where there's a tie fighter that, that makes an appearance. So <laughs> that's cool. But it, it's like, you, they always say like how Peter Parker in the MCU has like yeah. he always made Star Wars references. Yeah, 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 yeah. But right. he's never put together that that Nick Fury is Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. That's so funny. The goatee makes it look so different. Yeah, it's like Clark Kent with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The eye patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, so last item on the news. Uh, in July of 2020, a group of fans calling themselves Hello There Animation announced that Hello they there. wanted to oh. remake the final duel from Revenge of the Sith, but in Clone Wars animation style. So it's finally done, and it's been released. 
So clocking in at almost 16 minutes long, seven of which is the Mustafar duel. <laughs> so the team, the team at Hello There uh, Animation had this to say in the public release of the video. They said, it's with great excitement that I present Clone Wars Battle of the Heroes. Witness the epic showdown between Anakin and Obi-Wan in the style of the Clone Wars. After years of hard work and dedication, I am proud to present this reimagination of the iconic scene. Thank you everyone who supported us through this journey. You have all been so patient and encouraging and we could not have done it without each and every one of you. So you can find the video by searching uh, Hello There Animation on Link's YouTube. already or, in the chat. Or click the link that I'm sure moderator extraordinaire Stephanie just dropping into the YouTube chat right now and uh, and go check that out. It really is good. I, I saw it, on, on, I think over the course of uh, about 12 hours, everybody else had watched it and chimed in and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Would so. you guys, okay, so- it might be unpopular opinion, but I saw a piece of it. I think, I think, for me, it was better than the live action. It's but was it's it good. the voices it, of the live action? Yeah, or, it sounded yeah. like it sounded like they took the dub, they mixed it. Uh, they I mixed think it, it was I, a blend because there was some slightly altered lines too. So, I, and well, we know the that reason they can do some pretty good lines. audio work now. It sounded the like re- the, movie. the reason that I say that is because they did make some different choices on choreography. Slightly, mm-hmm. but different. And then just for me, the the ending with Darth Vader is, yeah, it's almost completely different. So similar, but with the Padme thing and yeah. Vader and Palpatine, the way they recut it was just, yeah. dude, it's like, that's yeah. what it should have been. It took out the big no. Um, I noticed there was no Tarkin standing. I actually liked the Tarkin yeah. made a quick appearance um, well, in the original. They, they took out the whole like, um, Luke and Leia getting named. Yeah. They took out the robot saying Uba. Uba. Uh, <laughs> even though biggest... I said it when I was watching, Tim you and I said... were watching, and I said Uba. Uba. <laughs> like I just just went ahead because I know that line. I mean, but the biggest thing they took out was was the robot saying she's losing her will to live. Like the way that they the way that they edited it to to like she's dying as. Vader's being born, yeah. Vader's being born. Yeah. But the way they cut it, man, it's just... I, yeah, I, I like it. I, I still like the movie, but I think this is a cool uh, perspective. If I, I'd call it a cool perspective, right? Um, there's a little bit more... There's, there's a lot of the saber twirling. You know, you know when, when, you know, when, when they're going at it and uh, <laughs> the behind the back where nothing's clashing, they're just like twirling these things around right and they're literally standing like inches in front of each other that's what happened in the film that's why but but this yeah. goes on for like <laughs> editor's cut like almost five minutes so just <laughs> and nothing's clashing i'm yeah. like okay guys come on battle a little over the top but it's animation it's fun you know it's I like meant it. to be yeah yeah it's supposed to be I john were it. you in a fan film i've been in a few yeah i was dude in john's Doom. famous dude He's super in, famous. Dude. I was in I that Star Wars theory one, that that the Vader one. I was one of the clones. I was in a uh, yeah, a few. You've been in the, the Legacy of the Mandalorian once. Right? Legacy of the Mandalorian. Um, dude, those are fun. My uh, my boys yeah. were watching. It was like almost a year ago when the last one came out, right? And my boys were we were watching it. It was like a fifteen yeah, minute yeah. little short film. It was good. Yeah. There's fun. a yeah. few like really good fan films we should probably do the hunter's hard drive one day on those oh That'd be kinda let's cool. do that we can't there's I one that's that, about but... mall that's sick have you seen wait is that the one with the the cosplayer mall cosplay and the, the mall what's his name i haven't mall. watched it in a cosplay. while but it's all about mall and it's like 15 minutes long and it's and he's really fighting good. everyone yeah that's old and it's really yes good. we, we should start with that one really actually. good Ooh, let's yes. do it 
Oh, and that's what do it. I think that's I think that's the most impressive thing is that it's that old, and it's that. There it is. Oh, is that it, Steph? Because that's it. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of femme films are. Well, I mean, people do what they can and, and what they love, and, and that's to be appreciated for sure. I'm sorry, you're trying to copy wow. something that's amazing, you know? Yeah, and then, you know, some people do what they can. Yeah. So everyone does what they can. I'm not saying no. you shouldn't do it. Not From a certain point everybody. of view, you know? That, it, what Hold on a second. Say? Is this the one? I've done yeah, that. So I've done Steph a just too. left the link. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, this is for Legacy famous. of the Mandalorian. We need to find the mall. Yeah, yeah. Rami's done some fan films. No, I actually have done. <laughs> actually, have done a couple. So they just require NDAs. <laughs> wink, wink. No, no, no. I've done. I've done oh, a couple ones that don't require. I'll drop here the links. Is. I'll drop the links in the uh, Yeah, the, the links are on <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> Stop. I see you have the re- the Hold other on. ring, and your Schwartz is as big as mine. Here. <laughs> there are like it. three lines of thought here. I'm trying to actually There's talk about link. like Brian's oh. talking about NDA stuff and Joe's just off talking about Joe's talking about Schwartz's big Schwartz energy. <laughs> big Schwartz energy, dude. <laughs> Does that link work? Um, Be right from the right uh, from the crotch. John's just googling now. Yes, He's not yes, even here that, link, that link worked, John. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's that's the fan film you're talking about, Brian. Let me see. Let me the links in the chat. Oh, shucks. so good. Don't we should actually do that naughty. right now for Hunter's Hard Drive. Yep, that's it. Darth Maul Today. Apprentice. Yep, it's that so good. Awesome. Um, oh, dude. Long how long is it? 17, you, 17 minutes. It's okay, really so good. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about well, it. Yeah, that's, that's 17 minutes. <laughs> That'd be dead air. Um, so watch dude, it. This is pretty how cool. How about looking. that? Watch it Seven years ago. We'll talk about it now. million views. It's amazing. very, good. It's very amazing. It's yeah. too amazing. You'll enjoy it. It's really good. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at that CG, dude. That's yeah. So good. watch it. Yeah, and keep in mind, it's seven years old. So I know. I'm like, yeah, impressed. You know, yeah. So everyone, Damn, watch explosions? it. If, if you can watch it, watch it. It's it's really cool. Um, and we'll talk about it next week. We we should do that for sure. And if we're gonna do Monarch or this, just watch this. Deal. Yeah. Deal. You know. Wow. And that is it for the news. <laughs> He was trying to reel this thing back in. Oh, wait. Why did you make me oh. do this? Oh, I guess no. you have a Next choice. Week. You want a nope. war? What are we doing? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh, my God. Urine is oh 35 God. degrees Celsius, oh staves God. off the frostbite. How is this relevant? You know, fathers. There's no way we're watching 15 minutes of this or 17 minutes of this right now. Um, Steven? We do you, I, okay, I, I guess I, would, I wouldn't okay. just cut through it. Mm, no. I, I would really it, watch it. Watch like it. Spend time in watching it. Yeah. Um, it's so well done. Uh, With no volume? <laughs> Steven's oh, going rogue. I, we can see the screen. We're watching it. Everyone's watching it. Hold on. Hold oh. on. Hold on. I didn't, I didn't turn on the sound. No. no sound. No. You got to do we're, it differently to get the sound. We're going to do we're going to do our own. Let's, uh, oh. No, okay. no, no, hold on. No, we can rebroadcast this cuz it's not a monetized video. Yeah, you got to just watch it. Oh yeah, you should be oh, able look, to. Oh, finally homework. Yeah, everyone's Do you want to watch it now? Now. Oh, homework. We, people want to do homework? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Do it's a 15 minute thing. What are we going to yeah. watch 15 minutes? You got to watch it. It's really it's like a lot of choreography. It's really well done. 
and and it I remember so choice when I joined uh, Saber Guild. Listen, so it, it was kind of like, oh man, so choice. I mean, it's not really fifteen <laughs> minutes; it's like thirteen yeah. minutes. Well, still, let me go get yeah. another banana. And then we'll do we know these people? Or are they SoCal? I'm in no. this one. What is yours, no, Ramy? I don't know who they are. Go to the credits. Where are the credits at? What's what's yours, Ramy? V Dan Tran. Uh, Lee Hua. I don't know these names. The Sailor Corsair. What? The one. The one that I that I was in that I actually shared the link into the YouTube yeah. chat just now. Don't so that I, that was actually when I met Clayton Sandell. And that's where he and I met for the first time. Huh. So. Ramy's is five minutes long if we want to watch Ramy's. I- I'm watching that right now. Is that one appropriate for all As ages? Speak. Yeah, it's Ramey's? fine. Okay. I think there's I, <laughs> there's a, a, a bad word or two. Wait, but are nothing. you in this, Ramy? Like, I, I, I am in that. Yeah. The link is in the YouTube chat. I can drop it in our private chat. Stand by Steve. the last one that we just. Uh, no, no the small make, one. No, no. I'll make it easy. Is it the Sable Corsair? The Sable Corsair. I love these. Check the private decisions. That are just being made and right now. So they submitted this. So in whenever the previous celebration London was, when back when StarWars.com still did the official fan film contest every year, this one actually won that year. Oh no! Oh, it's award winning. Not because of me. I would say it's because of you. Are we just going to be quiet and watch watch things in silence? I, no, I think Stevens oh. taking care of logistics. He's got to do something on his end to make sure the sound comes through. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is that you? I'm waiting for you to show up. Steven will know which one is me, but I don't know the name. Uh, Brian would recognize, too. As soon as it starts, I will give my yeah. commentary. Oh, we're doing it? I've probably watched it. Hey, the sound's working. Okay. Oh, man. So we're going to watch we five actually, minutes we, of this? We actually went out to the desert and filmed this at the same place where they filmed my uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Usually it's only your ship if we make a perfect job. You crash land on a hostile uncharted planet? Well, then it's usually my ship. Yeah, well, doesn't look like we have that problem anymore now, does it? What do you got? HK's found something. Good talk. What? <laughs> the, the droid they've got here cracks me up. You'll yeah, know why in a minute. It's kinda, I just saw it, and I was going to say something, but I didn't. It's, it's kind of... Here you go, Brian. Strange trace elements in the air. Very strange indeed. <laughs> Why is it strange? <laughs> I've only seen this on two worlds in a hundred years. That's Raimi? No, it's this. not. That's not me. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> is that Raimi? Iron Man helmet. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the Mark 35? That's or which literally one is that? an Iron Man helmet. Where's it coming from? Of course, Master. Southwest. Tony Stark. Where that else? Way. Okay, then. It's Death Punk. It They're all Raimi. <laughs> is Raimi the one with the beard? That's Raimi running. Wait, look oh, at Raimi this has guy. the goggles. This is Raimi. Johnny Knoxville. Just want to make sure we didn't forget. Also, not me. Oh, it's not Raimi. Oh, okay, dang it, dang okay, it. Then. Raimi's a stormtrooper. They're all Raimi. Steph says. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this isn't bad so far. That's pretty good, dude. The so angles. far, so good. <clears throat> they had a, it. was the first time I'd been on set with a drone. They were using that, a drone to get some of these shots. I was gonna say some act, of the angles were really cool. Good. It was cool. The Iron Man helmet suspect. <laughs> yeah, the, the helmet. I just can't. I can't. But everything else. It's Iron Man. Every time you see it, I'm like, is that a water bottle? shit they put all over it. It's Iron Man. It's a detergent bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's a detergent bottle. Another day, another worst case scenario. With a scuba mask they, on one side of it. The guy with the goatee and the uh, the guy with the goggles are brothers in real life. Oh, they kind of look the same. You shut up, Meatbag. The Iron Man helmet. The guy with the goatee and the girl are married now. Meatbag. See that? 
that's the only sign of life. That Iron Man helmet with a Star Lord jacket. That's it. And yeah, that's what it is, dude. Worst case scenario. And yes, unfortunately, we're gonna have to walk right towards the dead people again. Hey, if anyone's got any better ideas, I'm all ears. Dude's wearing Anakin boots. Uh, Pre-custom. He looks familiar. You heard him. Let's move out. These guys have actually done other things. So. Yeah, the acting's good. Usually, yeah, that's yeah, what kind of throws off is. fan films. Is the Ooh. oh, there's Raimi. Nope, that's not. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Trust me, my entrance is way cooler. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> oh. Check for a pulse. What happened here? Although I think some of those costume parts are mine. I don't remember if that Dang. was my kid or not. Iron Man helmet. I can't get over. It. I know. Every time I see it, I'm all it's Iron Man. There's Dan. 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 That's right, right, right there. The green box. Yeah, I'm the box. <laughs> it opens up He's and you see his head. I'm the second crystal from the left. <laughs> Hello there. Jack off. That's oh Raimi. shucks! There he is. Hand. No, that's not right. Did you say jack off? It sounded like it, didn't it? <laughs> said back off, dude. You guys. Oh no, Iron Man's down. Oh, the they force. actually looked up the right Sith language awesome. stuff for her to say. Oh, she's not helping. Whoa. Star Trek. Oh shoot, she blocked it with her arm. That Ultra Saber, though. Right. It's a war glaive, I think. Right. Oh. 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 In the face. In the face. There he is. Oh, there's there's Raimi. There's Raimi. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. Is that Raimi? All, All right. right. That was a cool, cool uh, cameo. Boba Fett. Nice. Much cooler than I expected. TBH. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty good. This guy's. Yeah. Is that you voicing him? Long time. It no. wasn't. That wasn't Boba. Yeah. I I recorded some stuff, but they and the the guy that was the main guy, they just used his voice too. Dude, nice. That's nice. It. That was it. nice. Oscar winning performance. <sighs> you were so the good. best part about that, Raimi. That was, Although it yeah, was a toss up between yeah. Boba Fett and the Iron Man. That, droid. The Iron but... Man mask kind of pretty cool. <laughs> that is literally, cool. if it wasn't what for you, that, what do you say, it, John? Are we saving that to the hard drive? Or? No, you know toss what? that. Hold toss on. That well, hold on. Hold on. The acting was decent. The yeah. location was great. Choice. I, I mean, uh, the costume design, you know, left a, a little to be desired. But uh, otherwise, and and the the costumes, the Imperial Star Wars costumes, the, those are all good. And and the Boba Fett costume was good. So I would say yes, keep it. Listen, we um, you need a little backstory. The Sable Crosshair was the recipient of the. Audience Choice Award in the 2016 Star Wars Fan Film Awards held in London, UK, for the 2016 Whoa. Star Wars Celebration. Judges of the film included J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, Rogue One a Star Wars Stories director Gareth Edwards, exec executive producer John Knoll of ILM, and co-producer John Schwartz. Uh, John, oh. somebody. John, John Rodriguez. Oh. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I don't know. Brian Schultz. <laughs> He froze. Oh, he's oh. back. John Schwartz. <sighs> the Schwartz. Uh, Schwartz. Is <laughs> be with you. <laughs> so there you go. I put the link for Doom in the chat. That's uh, the Kanan Jarrus fan film. See, we need a whole like 
time. We need like a whole. We need a fan film segment. Like a time where we go. I through. already got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll do it. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. New segment. Perfect. There we go, Stevie. Already on it. So we're saving it. I'll yeah, save, it. save it. I would save because it because of I... Raimi's entrance. Dude, that was pretty I think, dope. Epic. I think I could see because since all the uh, since all those Star Wars oh. people were were the judges, I think they stole a lot of this stuff for Andor. <laughs> I would believe so. Raimi was I, Boba Fett. You had Steve like, Copeland in there as a as this a. This was like watching an Andor prequel. I mean, oh, I know some of these guys. Iron Ruben. Man. Iron Man. Iron yeah. Man. That was the weakest part, unfortunately. Yeah, I wish his voice was more like Jarvis's, you know? If you could that just bl- I, I get flow. what they were going for, but they probably should have worked on that one a little different. I know. they Like, we could have gotten an actual protocol droid out there or something like that for them. I don't know. Whatever. A banana. They could have got a banana. Five-minute five long. It was about five minutes. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a rule at the time to be eligible for the fan film. It, like it was time box. You couldn't go over a certain amount of time. Uh, so they had to edit uh, edit it Ray, to a time. Ramey, what's and, that one that and, we were in with the speeder bikes? Yeah. So they, because they want that to be eligible for any future fan, um, fan film contests or um, film festivals, they can't release it to the certain film festivals <laughs> and contests. Like it can't have been previously released. So they're sitting on this thing. So yeah, Steven and I actually worked on something. Um, where we were biker scouts and we did a speeder bike chase on the AR wall in, in a version of the volume that existed before the volume existed. Um, right. It was cool. And uh, it, we had, we had like real uh, choreographers, stunt choreographers. That like, dude was cool. <laughs> like the guy, the guy that did all the stunt choreography for power Rangers was yeah. like, he was our dude, like telling us, like how to move, like, like how to move, move. and how to, yeah. like he's like when we're going. There was a sequence where we were kind of going through the woods, and we were in a line as biker scouts, and we all had different guns and everything. And we were like, he's telling us to like cover our angles, and like he was giving us like the military terminology to like what would a line of these guys be doing if they were kind of going through this situation. It was pretty good. He's uh, like, you need to be looking over here, you need to be looking over there, and you, oh. know, you hold your gun this way, and so so homework uh, for next week is. The Darth Maul uh, fan Yeah. Film. Well, we're also yeah. getting a bunch Got of comments in the Watch it. We're, we're getting a bunch of comments in the chat too saying like a watch party. A, uh, oh. a fan oh. film. Oh. How, about film How about this? Let's do this. We can do a, a, a mini watch party next week if, 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 if everyone agrees. We can watch the Maul uh, fan film. And if you guys want after that, we can watch the Doom Keepers. fan film. Yeah, 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 keepers. Yeah, Just, I'm down. I like that. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be we'll, like we'll put more info in minutes. the broadcast yeah. channel. Yeah. All right. I love these in the middle of a podcast production meetings. Like yeah, this exactly. is freaking. Exactly. This is welcome to our world. Oh, it's on par. We're live. It's how we do things. You can't so stop good ideas when they're coming. So. Yep. And thank you, That's Angela, for that idea. <laughs> for your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. All right, gents, I got a couple of questions for you. The first one is, man, there's a fire. You got to grab one prop. Which one are you grabbing? Only one. Think. From where? Your house. Oh. House is on fire. You're grabbing one thing. Your kids are safe. What if your kids are safe, family safe? One thing. One hand, one one thing. It's hot. Can't breathe. I mean, this this happened to be right here, and this (laughs) this this is coming. So. What is it? 
I can't see what the, that is. His video Vader podcast. Darth yeah. oh, your Vader, Vader helmet. My Darth Vader ah. helmet by Skunkwork Props. Nice. Quasimodo, A New Hope. Darth Vader. The best Darth Damn. Vader. Everyone else can kiss. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Sugar Sugar. I think <laughs> if I had to choose. Just because of what it would like, if I had nothing after, and I just I'm had that. Everyone's one thing, looking around still happiness. too, and I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> I would just say right away. I would, I would take this white clone helmet. <clears throat> really, really. I don't know why that. It's just you better it, take my green, dude. You, it's closest, yeah. Yeah. you better it's take that to the before door. the fire yeah. breaks out. Yeah, because <laughs> it's closest to the door. <laughs> no, it's just I, I really like it. It's it's aesthetically pleasing to me. It just looks nice. In my opinion, wow! Every time I see it, I'm like, you know, like, hey, damn, like, like, not, not like, damn, wow, what a great, no, I just like, hey, that looks like the thing. Like yeah, if I watch cool. Andor and I see the white stormtroopers walking by, I'm like, oh, that, I love that answer. That's John. what it looks like. Yeah, and, and and it just it just brings me a little bit of happiness, you know. I would have like guessed that. the saber, man. I would have guessed. Well, the that's saber. what I was looking too, because I have sabers here, yeah. but I haven't really touched the sabers as much lately. Or, or like I don't look at them in the same way where I'm like, oh wow, like, because I painted the sabers too. Like I, I painted my Kanan saber. That's my favorite saber that I own, and yeah. I painted it. It was raw and, and and it's awesome and it's cut and it's very unique. There's only 18 of those I think in the world of that version. Yeah. So it was kind of it, it is nice and I, and I thought I'm like, damn, is it that? Is it that? I don't know. I don't know. Shoot, depending on the day, maybe it is a saber one day. But but I do like that clone a lot. It's very damn. tomorrow. It'll be something me. else. Steven Ramey. You guys, yeah, you guys having know. a hard time? I'm having a hard time deciding. I'm There's just looking around. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. So, so it's I will. Down, it's I, will I will preface this by saying that my most prized collectible possession is already in a fireproof safe, and it's oh. it's rated to burn for up to I think like I don't know a thousand degrees for forty five minutes or something. It it's crazy secured. That being said. Um, it would have to be probably if it was one thing that I just had to grab because it couldn't be replaced. I have a, um, uh, a sign, an autographed book with a, uh, personalized inscription in it from Carrie Fisher. Oh, um, it was her last, I, I, ha- I, I was fortunate enough to be the, like, uh, uh POC or the handler. I was for there. her last U.S. last U.S. appearance mm. before she passed away. So, there? I think I think that is probably like I think everything else could be replaced except that. That day was amazing. For that was so. I think fun. that was the first time I met you, Brian. I think it was. Yeah, that was Yo. a crazy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that Tell was. Let me a... say hi since he can't hear us. That was a wild experience. I was flipped off by Carrie Fisher while wearing Darth Vader. <laughs> and then her dog threw up on the ground idea. in front of me. You... Uh, it was pretty funny, dude. The dog just barfed like right in front of me. I was like, oh. <laughs> Ramey, cool. were you able to find something? I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. like everybody said. It's like it's hard to pick, and on one day it might be one thing, it might be some like th- yeah. I, this comes to mind. I, Stephen's book idea got me thinking. So I, this book, um, so it's the 
art of is that a the prop, Clone Wars. Though? Ooh. Yeah, no, that's not a prop. I mean, that's not a prop. But do you know it wasn't a prop? Was a it was a book, right? Prop. I mean, I can pick a book out of my shelf over there, too, but... <laughs> Look how offended well, John looks. <laughs> I mean, for... Let me hand drew an Ahsoka in the, on the inside. Oh, that, that is very cool. Cool. Yeah, That is very Willow nice. Dude, you see? And then on the, on, on the character pages, on the character pages, every one of the actors, like, so the Matt Lancer, Ashley, everybody signed. So that, that's like page. a memorabilia the, thing, though. But the definition right? of, a, of a prop is that it's been touched by the actor. Then, no, then nothing of mine is a prop. Then. Touched by the actor or used on screen? What actor? Shut up, Remy. <laughs> okay. Oh my There's gosh! Kind of a lot that Thank goes you, in. Thank you, Ramey. Thank you, guys. Look at, look at that. You, yeah. you didn't answer, pro- Joe. Prop wise, I mean, I don't. There, there's nothing that I couldn't make again if I had to. So I don't know. Joe, you have to answer. I don't know that. I, that's not what I would stop for. Joe, I would, I would have grabbed the season one tech helmet just because that's what got me making stuff. Like yeah. literally, I just grabbed that and go. Even I could though I could probably make another one. That. that of course just, we could all make another of anything. Exactly right. But you know, just grab or maybe that, not. You know? Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so uh, that, I'm glad I asked that because I learned something. I, you know, just th- those little exercises. That man, was cool. Fun. Get to learn a little bit about you. Um, and here, here's one final question. Uh, this one might be a little sensitive for some fans. I don't know. Uh, if you played a starring Star Wars character, would you want your character to die after a couple of movies in a story arc, <laughs> or live on for future? installments if my if my if i was an actor and i, I was playing a character and it, would i want that character to, to die earlier to live a long time i, I think is that the yeah question? do you, do you want to like like harrison ford versus would you right oh so would you die like, later on or would you die right away that's the question well like look at kylo right kylo had a story arc yeah he's not coming back okay but tell that money's right yes Exactly, until he comes back. Or live on. Uh, the, the alternative is live on in future installments, right? Like live on like your character is just well, solid. Um, well, if the death was epic, like if it like mattered to the story, I might want to go out early and be like a beloved character that went out early but mm. changed the course of whatever's happening because of that death, I guess. Right. You know? I mean, for a lot of us, that was Obi-Wan originally. Originally, right. that was Obi Wan, yeah. right? Yeah. He died in that first movie, first thing, and you're like, oh, "Dude, but he's gone wizard. on. Like, he's gone movie. on for so much. Yeah, he's he's well, got all the series force. now. Well, Damn, we saw everything true. beforehand, which is awesome, right? But but we know we know his fate. Um, that's how it started with his death. Actually, I want to <sighs> die. I want to die like Cassian, and then I uh, will live on when they make and then have your own show movies. Uh, or sh- yeah, shows and movies about my pre-story. Yeah, so yeah, same then. Oh, you okay. Guys. Yeah, Adventures that's the thing in Star Wars. You can kind of have it both ways. You can come back. Yeah. You can you can die, and then they can go tell you know years worth of stories from beforehand. No one's ever think, really yeah, gone. Epic death like Cassian. Yeah, one movie dead, <gasps> and then all of a sudden, oh, there's previous stuff. Two seasons. Yeah, yeah, and it's good. It's all good. I didn't realize we had this. I think we've proven that it almost doesn't matter. Show us yeah. what's on your workbench. Um, this is a dad batch thing. Wow. I should pay thanks attention for more, up, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Did cool. you guys about this? Good job. Brian not paying attention to. Good job. That we talked about this. And yeah. 
You were Listen, in the conversation. I've had a crazy day. I literally right. shared it in the private chat before we put it out. So. I know. I was barely paying attention. Hey, listen, I did my job with the earlier assignment, and that's the important part. You did. You did. Thank you. People will know about that later. Brian was in a tree for so long, he's catching up with his social media. Exactly. No No more trees. Three days behind. Yeah, basically. Uh, I think I would go on. I would be like Hondo. Like Hondo. Oh, my friends. He's just, he's like, he's appeared all the way as back as clone wars yep and then post post uh sequel trilogy and the dude's still going on mm-hmm. that's old. what i would want yeah give I me a ride give me too. a ride in disneyland Dude, oh, there's something yeah. cool about like chewbacca he's just always there yeah, yeah. it don't matter chewbacca's just because well, his around. his race uh lives forever not forever but they live for a long time uh, did you Wookiees. just say turn you into like, what, a like ride at disneyland I don't know if that's he yeah. did really a thing. Yeah. You want to be turned me. into a I mean, oh. But, oh. oh, but be featured in a ride at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. yeah, like Hondo. When Sorry, he talks to misunderstood. You. you know the whole Hondo <laughs> thing he just spoke about. But like even Chewie, though, like you're right, they they do live forever. But I mean, he's in some major battles, and he but just he's survives. been through a lot, right? That, that was the point. Like he goes back three PO, three PO, and R two are never gonna die. Who wants nah. to live forever? Name that movie. Who wants to live no. forever? I, I, I gotta say, like, um, you know, of course, I, I love this character tech. We love these characters, but when I Ooh. saw, you know, when we when we saw that episode go down and and it's over, I'm like, I kind of, you know, they spent so much time it's closure to build for that you. up. It's clo- it is closure for me. Yeah. Because because of what the legacy of what that death could mean for the rest. I think that's it's. It's what it what it does for others. The sacrifices, I think, is why I think I hope it stays. Not it, it might cheapen the sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like if he comes back all of a sudden. So, Did I don't you know. guys see those leaks or, or potential leaks or whatever? I, I don't want to see anything, dude. La 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 la. la. Gosh, okay. I won't say anything. I'm just it, asking those, you that, I know what you're talking about, John. That that actually was debunked. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. But you guys know what I mean, though. Like, I mean, of course, I don't want to see a, somebody like him die, but. This is, you know, dude, he had a whole season and it was the best season ever. It was so choice. So choice. Look at look at what we now know about the show. Like, I mean, Crosshair clearly is safe because he's in like what two episodes a season. So they're not going to kill him off. Yeah. Nothing nope. happened. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. And we're going to we're going to get that show this year. I mean, that's oh, going to be pretty yeah. rad. We're getting dude, a lot of our trailer. Year. Yeah. The crosshair show? Yeah, that's when coming. it hits, dude. When, the crosshair when it hits, show. we're gonna be just talking on our little private chat. Welcome like, to the oh crosshair. Did you see? The, did, you, did you zoom in? Oh, did you see you what I'm wearing we're in gonna, this season? We're gonna, we should, guys, by this, like, we're gonna have to start working on season three costumes soon. You guys are. Yes. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> Joe, laugh at y'all. We're gonna well, recruit you. You're gonna have to help. See what differences there are. You're I'll help s- so we so we ensure that we yeah. don't build stuff like the day before we're supposed to be somewhere like Steven showing up painting the day before we walk the floor. Yeah, that's you got to do your costume, but with the blue Force Ghost mesh <laughs> over no. yourself. Exactly. There's no Force. Just come with tech. us with your guns. Or you could around. you could do the girl you could do the girl tech that we see at the end of season two. Oh, the little wings. Hey. Oh no, no, that's not going to happen. Yes. Just do Go Omega. Ahead. It'd be so funny if you were just Omega. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, man. Oh, Good boy. questions. All right. Although the second one kind of went question. off the rails. <laughs> it did. It's got to go off the rails. Is there an echo oh. in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. Why did the hipster uh, burn his tongue on his coffee? Because he drank it before it was cool. <laughs> the hipster. <laughs> I've been I've been oh, wow. growing the beard back as as anyone watching the YouTube can see. Funny thing is, I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. Said that last week. Is there a neck? Did, I what, did you? Did you really? I had a I had a joke that was kind of like that. <laughs> oh brother! Oh my god! Uh, what do you call a factory story. that makes Speak, okay products? What do you call a factory that makes okay products? We, we, we heard that. Know, what do a you call a factory? Satisfactory. Okay but there's an echo in here. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> made my, made my literally, literally an echo I, in here. I was talking I was talking to John the other day about going to see a chiropractor. I used to think chiropractors weren't any good, but now I stand corrected. <laughs> oh. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> yes. What? I'm Echo. <laughs> I just found out I'm colorblind. The news came out of the orange. <laughs> I actually like that one. Dude, these food jokes are crazy because I could tell a joke about pizza, but it's a little cheesy. <laughs> End it. End it. End it. End it. What happens after you eat alphabet spaghetti? <sighs> what? Of what? a poop soup. <laughs> a vowel movement. Is there an echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. That's it. <laughs> Land the plane. Dude. I actually got another Gosh. good one. If you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Dad one. Hey, bro. Dad two. Yeah, hey, bro. bro. Dad one. Can you hand me that pamphlet? Dad two. Bro, sure. <laughs> Is there an echo in here? Funny. And with that, the 2023 season comes to an end. Good. <laughs> yes. That was yes, so good. <laughs> oh man. Steven just won. Steven just won. <laughs> Daisy says hi. So good. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, I think that does it for us today. If you enjoyed listening, feed that algorithm and leave us five stars on your podcast app. Don't forget to include that cake emoji. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just hit subscribe below and you can be entered to win an alpha ignition helmet of your choice. Casted by the dad batch. You can follow me at stevie.cakes on Instagram, sometimes X and threads. Gentlemen, let the listeners know where they can find you. Brian. At I'm usually frozen.com. <laughs> He's been frozen on the, on the screen the whole time, dude. Yeah. You have frozen been frozen. Me. Yeah. You're still frozen like this. Yeah. John. I'm usually frozen.com. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a picture. Catch wow, me John outside. How about that? <laughs> he's actually frozen. Catch me he's outside. How about that? <laughs> yeah, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
good, John? Oh, yeah, whatever. Somewhere, anywhere, wherever. <laughs> John Rodriguez <laughs> whatever, with 29 Zs. 29 Zs. John yeah, Rodriguez. Find me there. Where can people find you? So don't forget, just because the Chrome Tono campaign has ended doesn't mean it's not still a great resource to go visit onoursleeves.org. So you can find us there and then uh, also at thedadbatch.com. Yeah. And Joe. At uh, tech.badbatch. <laughs> Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 73 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 74. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. And with that, the 2023 season comes to an end. Good night.